T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Bernstein and Holmes Show. Middays 10 a.m. till 2 on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. We will be innovative. We will be creative. We'll be bold. We'll be strong. We'll be powerful. And we'll be direct. It is important for all of us in business to recognize that we're in a time of change. And I think there's two types of people in the world that they look at change as it's a problem or they look at change as an opportunity. And I'm one of those individuals that when change occurs, I get excited about it, that it, that it really is an opportunity for us to do a lot of things that people have thought about, but maybe have been a little bit reticent to do. Bernstein and Holmes, your midday destination for Chicago sports talk. Dan Bernstein, Lawrence Holmes, powerhouse pairing, 10 to 2 every day. On Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Now, I don't want to disappoint you because that was a hell of an intro right there. It's like Bernstein Holmes, greatest team that ever existed. Here's Gabe Ramirez and Marshall Harris on 670, the score, filling in. What's up? Uh, we do have Marshall Harris from CBS2 sitting in with me today. How you feeling? I feel great. You know why? You know why? Because, you know, it's it's a holiday, so I know everybody's in a good mood. Yes. Uh, a day of service, if you will, Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, all that he's done, all that we still have let, yet to do. Um, but I'm at work. Yeah, I always feel Twice like over. that. <laughs> by choice. Yes, by choice, I, by I'm choice. choosing to work. Yeah. But but these opportunities, they weren't necessarily here Facts. 50 years ago. And so here we are uh, on the radio, hanging out with you guys till 2 o'clock. Uh, got a really good show. Got a bunch of guests lined up for you guys. Going to be talking some Bears, some Bulls. Of course, the Cubs convention uh, coming to a close. So we get an opportunity to to chit-chat about that. Um, but, Marcy, so you were, you, I heard you, you, you were working out this morning. So you were getting it in. Super early. Why, dude? It's your day off. You're already working twice. Like, why put in more work and go work out? Because I didn't work yesterday, and the problem is right it's now Sunday. with me. Lord rested on Sunday. No, no, listen, listen. I, I, I didn't rest. <laughs> I went to work last night, but I didn't work out beforehand because uh, I've been told I need to take days off, but I can't be taking back-to-back days off. So I was like, Fair. let me get up. Let me get it. And the thing is, I, you know, I'm dad bod, no kids. I'm trying to get oh. rid of the dad bob part of that. Though, okay, you know I'm dad bob with kids. Okay, see that's a different thing though. Yeah. You've earned that. Dad okay, wait, bod. wait, wait, wait. But did you did you put on weight during the pandemic or you've had this body? Okay, uh, so you've had it then. That's no, the no, thing. no, 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 <laughs> no. I put on weight like during that. the pandemic. I, okay, the the pandemic aged me a good ten to fifteen years. Not yeah, gonna lie, it aged me ten to fifteen pounds. Oh, okay. So it's a little little different. A little different on my end, but uh, I, I try to get the workouts in, but they just. What do you are you uh do you watch sports while you work out or do you watch like a Netflix show? No, I need I'm at that age where I need the motivation. So I go to like a group class where people are yelling and you telling you what to do. So oh. I do like a studio class. So every 
a group of friends of, uh, of mine, we, we decided we're going to run a mile every day in 2023. So every day I run a mile. So now I run to the that's gym and then do the do the workout. And that's that's my that's no matter what happens, the rest of the day is been a productive done. day. Okay. Gabriel Ramirez, Marshall Harris here. <laughs> Gabe's like, I'm not on board score. with that. You know what? I, I actually Mondays are my workout days. Monday is my Monday's my hooping day. I play basketball every single Monday. Oh. I've been doing it for years. Okay. Like decades. I may have to come jump in this game wherever it is. Please, by all means. I'm right on Chicago, uh, just east of Halstead at the Jesse White, the brand new Jesse White facility. We hoop, we hoop all the time, but then we go out and eat and drink afterwards. Oh, so whatever calories you burn, you earn yeah. back quickly. That's the whole point. Okay. That's the reason. For I'm, to be. I'm with that. But when I do go to the gym, I like to watch, I like to watch, like if I'm on the treaty or something like that, I got to watch the game. So I'm watching like a replay of, a, of like the playoffs. I'm watching an NBA game and fast forward. Just something because I need to occupy the brain. And there was, there was some really good stuff to occupy the brain this weekend. Oh man. my goodness. You yeah. know, I, I always wonder, is the super and super wild card weekend going to go into effect? It did. And you you thought you quickly thought to yourself, there's no way that this year's playoffs could duplicate what happened in 2022's version. But it's already off to a fantastic start. What was your favorite game of the whole weekend so far? Oh, come on, man. Saturday night. Saturday night? Like, I, I was like, is it a comeback? After they scored the first touchdown before the half, and people were like yelling at me, laughing at me, whatever. You know how Twitter is. Yeah. And... End of the game, I like I, I never count out Dougie P. I witnessed Doug Peterson's greatness <laughs> in greatness. Philadelphia. Okay. I, I mean, how many coaches have won a Super Bowl? You're right. Fair enough. Listen, hey, you, who did he win a Super Bowl? In- Hold on. Let me ask the Bears fans. Yeah. Who did he win a Super Bowl with? Listen, you could say the Eagles can be with Nikki Foles, and you guys can, you know, have your little shine right there, but he couldn't hold on to his job, and that's the issue. Yeah. That's that, that's fine. Oh no no no! Coaches get hired. So to I get give fired. it back to you. Hold on. That's, Co- that's all you got for me. No, listen, listen. <laughs> Coaches get hired to get fired. Correct. Every coach understands. I mean, this ain't soccer, but yeah, inevitably yeah. that's what it is. I, okay. <laughs> like, where's Cliff Kingsbury right now? Indonesia. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> he out. knew he knew what time he was. Like, I will gladly collect my belongings. I always said, you know what? I should have gone into coaching because I would love to get a Division One head coaching job just so I could get fired, so I could get paid out again, right for the rest of the, the next four or five years. Exactly. And they get another job like That's that. That's a good plan, right? It's a good place to be. Uh, but Jacksonville Chargers, of course, that the the, the two point conversion is what really got me. And as it, as did everybody, thirty to twenty six. You weren't necessarily sure what they were thinking. In my mind, I was like, this is smart. But in the back of my head, I felt like they understood that they needed to score a touchdown if they were going to be in that position anyway. You you can't leave it to chance. I'm, I'm here, So here's my thing on two-point conversions in general. Okay. If there's ever a doubt, just go for it. Because if you miss it, at least you'll know what you have to do. And all the pressure won't be on the last play of the game. The, if you, the field goal, the extra point? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Something like that. Okay. Exactly. Fair enough. I, 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 I'm watching that game, and I'm looking at the Chargers – where do you think it went wrong for them? I mean, three points in the second half. You know, obviously, Justin Herbert, people think he's just the absolute darling of the NFL. 25 for 43. Didn't put up the 300 that he's typically puts up. Only one touchdown. Uh, but where do you think it went wrong? Do you think it was more so, like, more credit needs to be given to the Jacksonville Jaguars, their defense stepping up? Or do you think it was just like an epic choke job by the Chargers? Here's the thing with the Chargers. They didn't take advantage enough when Trevor Lawrence was making all those mistakes in the first half. Going into the game, who did you think was going to win the game? Of course, Chargers, yeah. Well, oh, I didn't. I oh, thought the didn't? Jaguars were going to win. They're you thought they were going to win? Yeah. I was like, they're at home. This is going to be fine. Trevor Lawrence is on Been fire. Been playing well as of late. Exactly. Okay. So he had probably the worst half he could have had besides that last second touchdown, right? Yeah. So my thing was, okay, you took advantage of the mistakes. 
They probably went to halftime. We can't play any worse than what we just played, and we're only <laughs> right. down by twenty. Right, right, right. And, only twenty. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But, but, but think about it. Every fan has been in that position where you're watching your team down and you're calculating in your head what has yeah. to happen for a comeback. Right? Three onside kicks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll be back. But, we, but we weren't even at that onside kick level. Sure. We were just like, just get a stop, get a touchdown. Now it's just a two score game. That's that's what they did. They just came and they slow played it. Yeah. And Brandon Staley. And the Chargers' offense didn't generate enough offense. All they needed was, what, uh, two touchdowns, a touchdown and a field goal to put it away? Yeah. They couldn't get it. It's unfortunate to be in that position. I mean, because we know how difficult it is, one, to get to the playoffs, win consistently in the playoffs. And if you're the Chargers, you went out, you spent the King's ransom on some of your guys, you brought in a Khalil Mack, you tried to make your defense that much better. But then here you are giving up 31 points to the Jacksonville Jaguars. It really says a lot. What, what direction do you think the Chargers – are headed in? Do you think it's like a continuity thing where they just need to be be together for another year? Or do you think they're looking at their team internally and saying there's some changes that need to happen? Now, here? come on. Every offseason, every team says, where can we improve? And they try to make those incremental improvements around. Sure. But I don't think any major changes need to happen off one season. Okay. Like, they had a good season, you know? A lot of teams in the NFL, the Vikings had a good season, right? But – at some point, you're going to either win the Super Bowl or you're going to lose. That's something that I talk about often, Marshall. Because people, well, here, here's, here's my thing. People don't understand that just because your team doesn't win at all doesn't make your team bad. Yeah. Only one team can win it all. Yeah, the, the, the great Pat Hughes calls the games for the Cubs. Uh, when getting inducted into the baseball hall, or when he was talking about it, he mentioned that in terms of, you know, what seasons were better than the others. Was the was the World Series run? that? And he said, he said hey, you feel good because you're just calling these extra games because, like you mentioned, not everyone's going to win the World Series every single year. It's a, it's a it's a ridiculous amount of pressure that we put on our teams, especially here in Chicago, um, to to hold them to that expectation. But you do want them to play well, and when you're up twenty seven to seven, you feel like you should be able to close the door on that on that on that particular playoff game. There are some places where you'd be getting a lot more heat. Luckily for him. He coaches in Los Angeles. <laughs> how, cares. How, how good of a sports town <laughs> yeah. is Los Angeles? When the Los Angeles Chargers play a home game, how often do they have more fans than the visiting team Not often at, at SoFi Stadium? <laughs> That's so funny because it's so true. <laughs> exactly. Like, Did you see the video of Trevor Lawrence at Waffle House after okay. the game? I did. Okay, the fanfare was so minimal. I was like, see, this yeah. is what it's no like playing for the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> no one cares. If that happened... In Chicago, they wouldn't be able and to eat Justin anywhere. Fields tried to go to a oh diner. God. That's it. Anywhere. He's Come over on, at Golden man. Nugget. No way Justin Fields walking in the Golden, the Golden Nugget and no one's like sitting there just, damn. Don't get me started because I know what you're doing. You're trying to get me to bring up Justin Fields, <laughs> I told Fields, you Marshall. I was a provocateur. It's Gabe Ramirez, Marshall Harris here on 670 to score filling in for Bernstein and Holmes. Okay. Would you rather have of those, of the, those two quarterbacks, if you throw Justin Fields into that space, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields of those three who are you? Are you I'm asking not even me? Making eye contact. I'm not even making eye contact you, with Marshall asking, at this moment. Are you asking me would I rather have Justin Fields than either of those quarterbacks? Because the answer is no. Where do you rank him out of those three? Uh, three. <laughs> and you know what? I'm not like hating on Justin Fields. Justin Fields, I think, can be a dynamic quarterback. Sure. He's got all the potential in the world. But I got to see him with like a good receiving core. I got to see him, you know, here's win my, a game here's with my his issue arm. Though, Marshall, here's my issue, though, because I, I, I try to bring this up to a lot of people. And so this is where I am on your side when it comes to the Justin Fields conversation. It's if Justin Fields has, you know, let's look at the Jacksonville Jaguars. If he has Marvin Jones, if he has Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, is he throwing the ball 47 times the way Trevor Lawrence did? 
If he's down 27-7 at the half, he is. Is there ever a situation, even in a, in a regular game, where he's throwing the ball 35 times? That's the question that I have. Because if you look at his last game, 7 for 21, 75 yards against the Lions. And my 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 arg- my counter-argument to those that just give Justin Fields the MVP trophy is... Whoa, whoa, whoa. A participation trophy, yes. MVP, not so I'm, much. I'm talking about those that are out there that, that say that about Justin Fields. It's, it's then... What does what is what is he throwing in that moment? If, if he was seven for twenty one for seventy five yards with a crap offensive line and terrible wide receivers, if he if he does get two more offensive linemen, if he does get another weapon on the outside, what does that become? I think it becomes a much more balanced offense. I still don't think he's throwing 35, 40 times a game. That's my because that's always, my argument. They, their strength is they can run the football, and his ability to to run the football. That gives them a dynamic that other teams don't have. So they could next year lead the league in rushing again, right? And Justin Fields could just be throwing for 240 yards a game instead, and they would win a lot more games. A lot more games. That's my big – that's my problem because I try to put myself in that space for next year. And I'm like, what are, what are my expectations supposed to be? And this is something that we'll discuss later in the show. But I try to think about what the expectations are, are for the Bears after a draft, after a free agency where you have a ton of money. And to me, it's still not the playoffs. I don't want to psych myself up to be like, yeah, it's playoff or bust. In an era where more teams make the playoffs yes. than ever before, you still— Yes, because I am, a, I am a scorned, wounded Chicago Bears fan. Okay, well, I need you to take that hat off and have a little optimism. No, you're not going to come in here and say Justin Fields sucks and then be like, Gabe, no, 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 they're no, making no. the playoffs I, next see, year. <laughs> see, here you go twisting my words. Justin Fields does not stink. Justin Fields has all the potential in the world. Justin Fields is a dynamic runner. Who showed you, if you go back and look at the scores, mm. the Bears had a string of games where they put up sure. numbers. They put Defense up offense. playing well, yeah. Yeah, so what, I, what I'm trying to tell you is, if Justin Fields has a good defense on the other side, maybe they're not always trying to play catch-up. Or if we don't score, the game is over. Like, that, that's the problem with Justin Fields and the Bears. The Bears had several, like, games at halftime where you were like, okay, they got this. But do you trust a guy like Justin Fields to come back the way Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars did against the Chargers? Does he have better offensive weapons, and does he have time he to did, throw? Okay, that takes me back to my argument. Let's assume that he does have an offensive line and an extra body on the outside to catch passes. I, I, need, I need to see him do it. And Gabe, here's the, here's the thing I'm going to tell you. When I say I need to see him do it, I know he can run the football. I know he can make some great throws. It's not consistent enough. And it's a, it's a combination of offensive line protection He's got to get the ball out quicker, and he needs better targets. Yeah, if you were watching, I mean, if you watched any 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 of Tom Brady's games, if you were watching, you know, the Vikings, any of the games over the weekend. Are we, are we comparing Justin Fields to Tom Brady? No, no. We're talking okay. about the offense and what you were saying, getting the ball out quicker, which Tom Brady does better than anyone else, two seconds per Because he has to or he'll die. That's my, <laughs> And he has guys that are running slant routes and, and creating some space for him. And that, that's where I was going. It's like... We need more of those guys so that that way we can see if Justin can hit a guy on a slant route in his chest or throw him open or lead him in that space. Those are the things that I feel like we're missing from Justin Fields' game. I'll say this. With the group of receivers he had, I don't believe he could throw them open. Did you, do you remember that one throw he had for Valus Jones where he accidentally, because the wind caught it, don't it went that. all the way to the side, <laughs> and Valus ran underneath, and he was like, damn, I didn't think he was going to catch it. Yes, that's what you're supposed to do. Throw him open. Throw it all the way to the side. You guys are that fast. You're not running at top speed. There is another gear there. The but, way that you're talking about the play so specifically. Because I've watched it a hundred yeah, times. Because that, that's giving you the hope. That's no, the concern. That's what, that's what hurts my soul, Marshall, is that I'm sitting there watching this throw, and I'm hearing Justin Fields in the, press, in the post game being like, yeah, man, I didn't think he was going to catch that. 
No, no, no. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed, especially a guy like Valus. Like that's what he's on your team for, so that you can outthrow the coverage and allow your guy an opportunity to get underneath it. You see guys like Tyreek Hill do it all the time. Jalen Waddle. Not that our receivers are those guys, or the Bears receivers are those guys. But again, that's what you're supposed to do. See, I think the one thing about what you just said about I didn't think he was going to catch it. I don't know if he meant it that way. He might have meant it as like because Valus Jones drops a lot of things, so I don't know <laughs> if he was going to catch that. Right. Gabe Ramirez, Marshall Harris here on six seventy. The score filling in for Park. Excuse me. We're filling in for Bernstein and Holmes. Uh, we'll be hanging out with you guys till 2 o'clock. On the other side, we're going to continue this conversation. I'm going to do something that's called Fields versus the Field. Okay. Okay, because Bears fans, we want to be in the playoffs next year. But it is it is cool to kind of take a look at those that are there right now and see where he compares. All right, we'll do that on the other side. Again, Gabe Ramirez, Marshall Harris here on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score. Go Bears! We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bernstein and Holmes. Middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Gabe Ramirez, Marshall Harris here on 670 to score, filling in for Bernstein and Holmes. Get an opportunity to just talk about some Bears football because Marshall's a non believer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. See how you you tag me you with titles? You see how I did there? Yeah, okay. Yeah. He's a non believer. Trying to provoke he the provocateur. trash. No, no. He doesn't want no, he wants the Bears. No. He wants the Bears to trade fields instead of the pick. No, no. <laughs> but 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 I do believe Ryan Poles has to do his due diligence. Of course. And if 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 something happens where that makes sense. I, I get it. Do you think that that conversation is more of of Ryan Poles playing poker and playing the game, gamesmanship, or do you think it's actually? Well, I guess of course it's him doing his job, but do you think it's more so him playing the game? Like, hey, we might mess around, mess around, and find out, and we might take a quarterback. Yeah, that's that's completely gamesmanship. Yeah, okay, good. Like good, he's good. he has no intention okay. of tra- trading Justin Fields. You heard what he said, right? About you know I, I have be to be blown, blown away. away. Had to yeah. be blown away. Well, you know it's it's windy. <laughs> it's windy outside always. Do you think Bryce Young's better than Justin Fields? No, he hasn't done anything in the NFL. I'm a guy, you got to, look, I might as well be from Missouri. You got to show me. Okay, fair enough. All right, let, let's let's take away Justin's NFL career. Oh, okay. And let's 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 just, let's, let's, let's operate under the assumption that Bryce Young and Justin Fields are coming out the same year. 
and you don't know what you know about his NFL you know, career so far. And remember, he didn't run a ton in college. So who are you? Like, I see the pursed lips from, from Marshall right now. Guys, <laughs> I love leading him into this answer right here. So who are you taking in that? In that you got the number one pick in the draft. You need a quarterback. Are you going Bryce Young or Justin Fields? I would go Bryce Young. He's, more, he's ready to pass the football right now. He's ready to pass the football right now. Now I have first lift because I see what you're. I see. I, you see where I took you right there. So so then so so he's a better passer right now. What what makes you think that Justin Fields will be a better passer than him this upcoming season? Quarterbacks take time to develop, and people seem to forget this every time a quarterback comes out and they want to see what. What did Trevor Lawrence do last year? Okay. What did so, he look so you're like? saying, especially when they're on a bad team? I, what did Trevor Lawrence do last year? Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He looked like trash. Okay. What does he look like now? Still looks like kind of baby trash. Oh, well, did he look like trash in the second half of that game? Okay, now we're just pointing out like moments. Tra- wait, wait. Did, no, no, no. Do you look like we're trash the last five moments. games of the season? It's it's an incremental oh. development, and it doesn't it, and it doesn't have to be like the the trending just slope up. This isn't like X Y ge- your geometry class. Sure, it can be a jagged up and down, and then boom up. Okay, like you remember how many games Troy Aikman won his first season? How many games Peyton Manning won their his first season? Like it takes time. Aaron Rodgers is fortunate because guess what? He got to sit and learn. Behind Brett Favre, okay. Yeah, like if you look at just the overall. So you think Jordan Love's going to do the same thing that uh, Aaron Rodgers did? He might. You saw him play, right? <laughs> yes. He, he Unfortunately, might. He, he might not. He, he might. No, I'm saying he might. I don't I don't know the answer to that question. I don't, okay. See, here's the thing. The, the, the problem with your first question was you wanted me to assume. And I don't assume because you know oh, what that stop does. It. This yeah, is sport. Nah, nah, this is like, that's literally nah, what our job's based nah. off of is trying to like create some sort of reality and then discuss it. That's create what we some, do here. Why don't I just look at reality and discuss that? Well, we can, but that's not fun. Oh, this, okay. You can okay. only talk so much about All that. All right, let me step into your bear trap. Do it. Hold on. on. My ankle's bleeding yes. out. It's fine. You're dead. I think just <laughs> I think Justin Fields, I think Justin Fields can be a great quarterback. I think he could be an MVP level quarterback because of the dynamic two parts of his game with his legs and his arm. But you have to get him to deliver the ball quicker. And for that to happen, he's got to have better targets around him. Okay. It's like we keep talking about the same stuff on the merry go round. Yes, know? that's the and, yeah. and, and and it's at some point you say, we'll just have to wait until they make the 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 trades slash uh free agent see signings, and then we see what he has and let him go to work in year two. And I expect the second half of year, not year two, but year, year three, three, the second half of year three to be much better than the first half of year three. That's, I mean, that's the hope, right? And I think that's that, all we have is that back to your thing about sports is what we do. All we have is hope. In Chicago, that's all we have. No, no, whether, no. Yes, yes, no, yes. Whether, no. whether you're the White Sox, hoping that everyone plays up to their potential, whether you're the Cubs, hoping that all your signings work out well. But the if two, you're the Bulls and you got your big three, if you're the Bears and you got hope on just we operate on hope here in the city of Chicago. But if you're old enough to like drive or pay if you're old enough to <laughs> to rent a car without paying an extra surcharge, okay. you've seen all the teams you just mentioned succeed. Now you're just waiting on the Bears to do their thing. You've seen the Blackhawks, you've seen the Cubs win the World Series, you've seen the White Sox win the World Series. What? You haven't? You forgot? No, no, I'm a Sox fan. I, okay, I, I remember then, that. Okay, then. Almost so, 20 so my years point ago. is, don't say all we have is hope. No, we have established this is what actually happened, except for the Bears, because you're too young to remember. True. Yeah. So th- th- what I'm saying is, the Bears have that extra pressure on them that the other teams don't have. Because you're like, I don't know, man. Can they figure it out? Like you know, you've seen the other teams figure it out. 
Not no. consistently, though. You're no. making it seem like these, like these, like, like the Chicago sports teams are just perennially in the in the playoffs and in the championship conversation. Okay, that's not the case. The way that people talk about the Cubs now, compared to the way they talked about the Cubs before the Cubs won this World Series in 2016, that's two different. Nobody. You mean because of the expectation to win a World Series again? No, no, no. no. I'm or saying be because because it, it happened, so you right. know it's possible. Before people were acting like that's not possible. This is the Cubs <laughs> we're talking about. <laughs> Correct. I, I mean, I, I still feel like they feel that way. Like it's not it's un, impossible for the not impossible, but it's not likely for the Cubs to compete for a World Series. Why is it? Wait, wait. But why would it not be likely now? Pitching. Kyle Hendricks told me to tell you he's done it. Kyle Hendricks <laughs> got to get his ass back on the back on the mound. Hey, hey, he's going from ninety feet. Let that man build up. Spring training is still a month away. Let that man build. Up. I think we're, we're exactly a month away from spring training, right? Uh, uh, damn, we are. Baseball starts March thirtieth, right? Yeah. That's gonna so, be fun. so what I'm saying is, like, the, this belief that we can't do it again because we're talking about again is okay. is crazy to me. Okay. Okay. It's like it'd be different if you lived in Boston and you know they celebrate all the time, all the time. And they have an annual parade. Just pick the team, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I get it, man. Chicago's thirsty. We are. Not hungry. Thirsty for a championship. Big time. It's, and because we, we feel like we deserve it. We feel like we're the third largest. Actually, even though we don't operate in that level. But in our mind, we feel like Look we're a big Look at the Sox fan and you jumping out when you said that. What about me? What about it? You say, even though we don't feel like. No, you're, we don't you're operate. Th- we don't operate. Chicagoans don't operate as if we're in the third large market three. We don't do that. That's one thing I learned. It's one thing I learned coming up in this business where people would be like, Gabe, you can't do that. You can't do that. You got to go to a small market. Gotta, like, what are you talking about? I'm from Chicago. I listen to the score. If I want to work in radio, this is where you work. Okay. That's how we operate. We don't look at it like, oh, you got to go to, you know, Bumbleland, Tennessee, and then to market one 500. That's not how we operate here. We think we're Chicago. We're better than every city in the country, and our team should be competing at a high level because we make a ton of money. That's what we think. And, and they should be. To be yeah. to be fair, but just remember the owners aren't in it to win it; they're in it to, for the money. Just <laughs> as, as soon as as soon as you, as a sports fan, yeah, yeah, yeah. accept that as the number to, one fact, I don't want to. No, well, then you don't, don't want. Is to. that really a question? Yeah, yeah, I don't want to. You're gonna be miserable. Until you mean you're the owners? You mean the owners of every sports team in Chicago doesn't operate trying for, for my best interest? Yeah. Just my personal best interest? I believe it's their own personal interest, Damn and it. their personal interests start with their their <laughs> dollars. wallet, dollars and cents, and it ain't gotta make sense to you. <laughs> it's Gabe Ramirez. Marshall Harris from CBS 2 here on 670. The score filling in for Bernstein and Holmes. Before the break, Marshall, I said I wanted to do something fields. Let's do it. Versus the field. All right. Uh, and now we get an opportunity to look at these playoffs team, playoff teams because, like you mentioned, this is where the Bears want to be next season in this type of conversation. So let's just go over each quarterback that's there and maybe try to figure out what that quarterback has that Justin Fields doesn't and then how far away Justin Fields is from being in this conversation of quarterbacks. So I'll skip Buffalo because we know the answer there with Josh Allen. We, that's just silly to have that conversation. Um, but let's go to their their opponent and and operate on the assumption that Tua was is playing next season. Uh, Justin Fields versus Tua Tagovailoa. Tua Tagovailoa? Yeah. He's got Tyreek Hill and Jalen okay. Waddle. That's what I'm saying. This, that's, 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 that's why we're doing Fields versus the field. Yeah, so we can say so, if he has these guys, then maybe we so can be So if he had those guys, he would put up Tagovailoa numbers. He wouldn't be as as accurate and with the completion percentage. Wait, wait. Do you need to be accurate when you got Tyreek Hill? You can't out throw him. Yes, you need to be accurate because that's what Tua operates off of. He's he his thing is going twenty for twenty five for two eighty. Who started the game for the Dolphins against the Bills? It was uh, their other guy, Skylar Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> How did other guy do? Eighteen for forty five. 
Okay. That's terrible. <laughs> for 200 yards. Okay. Two interceptions. Okay. Were they in the game at the end of the game? Yeah, because Josh Allen didn't care at the end. These guys, they're in the middle of the game. They thought they had it locked up when it was, you know what I'm saying, 17-0 or whatever it was. They thought they had it. But let's go back to two. Let's, let's, let's stay there. Okay. Fields versus the field. So better, better wide receivers. Yes. And then a, a, a better defense to make that team uh, better. So that's what and, the, and two has proven that he can make the throws on a consistent basis yeah. with those guys. Getting And to your point, it helps when the guys like Tyreek and Jalen Waddle can get themselves open. Exactly. Although Waddle had a horrible game. Dude, a couple of drops that even hurt my soul. I'm not even a Miami Dolphin fan, but I was like, ooh, you should have caught that. Now, underthrown, two of those drops were under underthrown badly, but he still got to come up with those catches if you're Jalen Waddle and you're trying to help your team win. Uh, all right, fields versus the fields. We, we, we see that there. Um, let's go to Joe Burrow. Justin Fields versus a Joe Burrow. Not not saying that Fields is better or telling you to make the argument. Just trying to see where the what is inside of that gap between Justin Fields and Joe I'll Burrow. I'll start. I won't even go to the throwing part. Just processing. Okay. He processes, Tell me more about that. He processes. He reads the defense. He makes the play. He makes the throw. Like so much quicker than Justin Fields. If you if you watch him do his thing. And he has a bad offensive line. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. how I know that. That's how I know that to be true. <laughs> because one of my friends told me is like, oh, they're not going to be as good as they were last year when they went to the Super Bowl because that offensive line Some is hangover. trash. It's like, are, you know, Joe Burrow can do things, right? He can get rid of the football. Swaggy. Yeah. He's so swaggy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you're walking in with a chain and like Jim McMahon style with the sunglasses in like- Cincinnati. <laughs> And say, look, I lived in Cincinnati for two years, oh, so I can you? say that. I can say that. In Cincinnati. Like, hmm. like, you go on the other side of the river, there's a Waffle House sitting right there. Joe Burrow's in there. Exactly. And look, with the fur on yeah. and the chain. So, yeah, Joe Burrow's ability to process, that separates him from fields off jump. Okay. I love that. Uh, Gabe Ramirez, Marshall Harris, 670, the score filling in for Bernstein and Holmes. We're taking part in a little Justin Fields versus the field uh, that's taking part in – in the uh, playoffs this year. If you want to weigh in, 312-644-6767. We got Tyler Buterball producing the show today. Tyler, what up? How are you guys doing this doing, morning? Doing great. Uh, do you mind uh, unblocking the lines? I know yeah, people, we good. I know people don't like to take calls too often, but I know Marshall and I are here for the phone if you calls. Wanna, if you want to like open it up to the people. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, what I like to do. You know, I, I, I stand for the civilians. All you right, know? 312-644-6767. You can call. Or you could text in if you'd like. Let's continue the conversation. Uh, that was a good one with Joe Burrow, the processing, even though despite the bad offensive line. Because people in Chicago operate under the assumption like you have to have a good offensive line and you have to have some dominant receivers in order to have a successful offense in the NFL. And that's not necessarily I think the case. people in Chicago would be happy with one or the other right now. They're, they're just saying you can't put all the, the chips stacked against yeah. him and then he's going to be out here running and getting yeah. blown up. And No. All right, uh, let's go to the other side. And, and, and again, like we do with Miami, let's operate on the assumption that Lamar Jackson is in Baltimore next year, which he probably won't be after everything that's happened. But the, the gap between Lamar Jackson and Justin Fields, what is in the middle right there, Marshall? I think Lamar is just his experience. So it's a little bit of the processing. The line is better. So that that's good. And then the targets, like, he's done a good job with the tight end. Now, that could be him and Cole Komet coming up. We saw a little bit of a sprinkle of it in the middle of the season. Exactly. But <laughs> but but Lamar, Lamar will lean on Andrews. He'll lean on him. That's what I'm like, saying. The, the, well, that's what I'm saying. You hope Cole Komet. People were like, this could be his breakout year. This should be his breakout year. We got halfway through the season. like, ain't nothing breaking out. That's <laughs> so true. I was down on Cole Komet. And sometimes I feel bad because I know he's from here and his family probably But he, But he had a three-game span where he was doing things. Yeah. And so my, my whole thing is there's hope there. It's not like people are like, oh, yeah, Cole Komet's trash. No, Cole Komet is a good tight end. 
It's just can you maximize his ability? And can Justin right. can his his maximized ability help Justin Fields maximize his own ability? When you bring in, if are you bringing in another tight end to compete with Cole Komet or to complement Cole Komet? I think both. I think you know iron sharp, sharpens iron, so you want to get Cole Komet in with whoever you can, and then say, okay, now you got two guys. I mean, you remember back when the Patriots had yeah. two tight ends, and it was it was it was silly. I had one year I won my fantasy league of uh, Aaron ends? Hernandez and Gronk on my team. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed and to say I, his I, name no more. <laughs> I could definitely say his name. He existed. He's a real person. Um, okay, two tight ends. That's a unique uh, uh, take in some fantasy football. But you're right, especially with this team, right, with the Bears and Justin Fields being the quarterback that he is. If he's not going to allow plays to develop down the field, you know, then maybe he does need a couple more targets, you know, uh, within f- 15 yards and then. And I do think that there needs to be someone that can compete with Cole Komet for that top-tier position uh, for at tight end because I like him. I like Cole Komet a lot, but do I think he can be, you know, an elite tight end in this league? I think that remains to be seen. I think of tight end as a possession receiver, right? Like a guy that can move the chains. I think Cole Komet can move the chains. Okay. It's as long as you got time to, you know, drop back and throw it to him. All right. Uh, Fields versus the field, Gabriel Ramirez and Marshall Harris. Uh, let's go to the NFC and let's look at a team that – didn't surprise many people, but they did surprise the betting world. The Giants over the Minnesota Vikings, 31-24. Let's look at uh, Daniel Jones. Wait, you were surprised that the, the Giants won? I wasn't. Okay, I'll just make it sure. No, no, no. I think, on the same page. I think, no, no, no. I think a lot of people had that upset, you know, pegged correctly in, in the Giants beating the Vikings, which, I mean, record and all that stuff. But let's go to Daniel Jones. Uh, him versus Justin Fields, where, where, if any, is there a gap in between them? Just his ability to, to, to hit receivers throw guys open. in the he's, chest look he he he's the guy who does hit his targets and he's got that little crazy oh i will take off thing going on for him you know i don't not, fast, the, not but i am not in a way that justin fields can break like a, a 55 yard touchdown but he can break a 25 yard run sure just as easily 24 for 35 that's impressive 301 yards uh 17 rushes leading the team in rushing attempts and rushing yards yesterday over saquon 17 for 78 um, but that's, and, and I'll say this one thing about Daniel Jones is it's not just that he's accurate. He's accurate in bunches, like the consistency over the course of a game. Would you take Daniel Jones over Justin Fields? That's a great question. Uh, Here, think about it. Let's go to the phone lines. 312-644-6767. The reason I asked you that, Marshall, is because Bob out in Joliet feels a certain type of way about the Giants. Uh, who do you think is the best member of the New York football Giants? Bob, I, I don't know if Bob's with us. Bob's right. Bob's right there. Bob wants. Uh, yeah. How you doing? Thank hey, you. I got you. You know, um, was listening to the uh, station on Saturday after the Paul game. One of the CBS guys around there and doing a uh, roster rank. Uh, okay, so here's what I um, absorb. Uh, Bears were 32 at the beginning of the year. New York Giants roster rank 26. Um, how can Brian Dayball coach up these guys um, to to make it to the playoffs and then win their first playoff game? I mean, that, that twenty six and thirty two is very close uh, as far as the roster rank. Um, what, what am I missing? Did we get? I, I hear what you're saying. I, what he's ultimately saying is that he wishes the Bears would have hired Dabble over over Eberflus, and that he's the reason why the Giants were able to get over the hump, and it wasn't their defense. It wasn't the consistency at the running back position. I mean, you lose a Kadarius Tony, but you still get out there. 
they're like they have like uh they do everything well. Not not great, but it's it's well. Okay, they do everything well, but did they just gut their their defense? It was their defense like could you co- can you name a coach who could coach up that defensive line you watched all season? Oh man, it's tough. If you don't get pressure on the quarterback with your front four, especially in this defense, cover two defense, got to get pressure up front. So what, no, I I think the the comparison, and I will say this: uh, the way numbers work, twenty six, thirty two. Not that I even agree with that, but the way they work is there can be a large gap between twenty six and yeah. thirty two because thirty two, last I checked, bottom of the barrel. Yeah, nothing worse. By a long shot, too. It's like not even close. It's not even close. But with Dabble, so you're saying Dabble would have ended up with more or less the same record uh, this season as Ibrahim did. If the goal, if polls would have traded away, the yeah, ask, like if, okay. you, if you leave the cupboard bare, like, all right. What well, we we eating? What we eating? Which is <laughs> sounds like a mayonnaise sandwich, and I don't even like mayonnaise. I I've eaten many a mayonnaise uh, and bread sandwiches in my day. That's what happens when you oh. little broke, broke. You rich, rich. Yeah. I get it. Nah, That's Gabriel Ramirez, Marshall Harris here on six seventy to score filling in. For Bernstein and Holmes. On the other side, we get an opportunity to talk about the final game of Wildcard Weekend, which will be aired right here on 670 The Score, and some potential landing spots for one of those quarterbacks. Who are we talking about? We'll discuss on the other side. It's Gabe Ramirez, Marshall Harris, right here on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Gabe Ramirez, Marshall Harris from CBS2 hanging out today on 670 The Score, filling in for Bernstein and Holmes. Um, we're going to get an opportunity to talk about the big game tonight. Cowboys, Buccaneers. Marshall thinks that uh, Tampa Bay's winning the Super Bowl. That's not what I said. It's easy. There you go again. I said <laughs> I like putting words in. <laughs> I think that they have a great shot to get to the Super Bowl. And win this game today. Yeah. Well, certainly. this game, it's, I'll be shocked if they get – look. I went to Mississippi State University. Okay. Dak Prescott is the greatest quarterback to ever play at Mississippi State University. Okay. I'm team Dak in general. At the same time, I recognize Tom Brady's greatness. I recognize what time it is. Yeah. And I understand what it is what it's gonna be. Pre-game starts at 6 30 here on 670. The score. If you want to catch the game, if you're riding around, you're at work, make sure you guys are listening to it right here. Westwood one got the call. All right, so we were having a discussion, Justin Fields versus the field. And it got people going. I got a lot of text messages coming in. Got some phone calls. Uh, let's go out again. 312-644-6767. Let's go to Jamal out in Orland Park. Now, you had something to say about the uh, Justin Fields versus Bryce Young comparison, right? Yeah, you know what? It's, it's no way you can say a college quarterback is better than an NFL record-breaking quarterback. I mean, I, I, I just don't see it. And we already know that Justin Fields had no help Awesome offensive line. You know, it's just it's funny to me. <clears throat> He's the best quarterback that we've ever had in Chicago. Ever? And my thing is ever? This, Jamal, ever? Uh, well, you wouldn't you wouldn't say he's the best prospect at quarterback that we've ever oh, okay. had. Oh, that's, 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 that's different. You're that's changing prospect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. okay. You're, 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 and, you're, and this is what I'll say too. He doesn't have to be the best quarterback in the NFL. Oh, if no. he's a top ten quarterback, if he's a top ten quarterback in the NFL and you put a team around him with a with a pretty good defense. You can't win with that. I, I hear. Jamal, Jamal let me ask you this. Let me ask you this because this is something that I asked Marshall a second ago. And what I asked most people, because listen, I'm, I want to be very clear. I'm all on board with Justin Fields. We, we know. Okay. We know. I see that. I know you got the jersey on underneath that hoodie. It's, it's, uh, it's tattooed, actually, underneath there. But, Jamal, so let's say they do get two offensive linemen. Let's say they do go get, you know, Quentin Johnson from TCU. 
what do Justin Fields' stats look like then, right? Because you're not going to tell me that if they get two offensive linemen to put tack on there and they get another wide receiver, that all of a sudden he's 24 for 30 for 300 yards. You're not telling me that, are you? Well, what I'm saying is the game plan changes now. So the Bears literally told everybody, we're tearing this whole thing down. They literally got rid of people as the season. They really, like, depleted their whole defense as the season went. We already knew the offensive line was shaky. We had a bunch of, like, mid-tier, at best, wide receivers. So what did they do? They switched the game plan and they decided to run and became one of the best running teams in the NFL. So Fields was barely even really throwing the ball towards the end of the season. It was more about running. So you add more weapons, and then you open up the passing game. So that's why the Chase Claypool thing puzzled me, because you want to blame Chase Claypool when your leading wide receiver has 500 yards and he's a tight end. When your leading receiver <laughs> has a 500 yards and it's a tight end, you're not game planning to throw the ball. They were running. I hear you. I hear you on that. Jamal, thanks for the call. You bring up some really good points. And and the question that I have on the other side of that, and this is something that that, that just really just confused me during the season, Marshall, it was – you know, everyone's saying it. You heard Ryan Pohl say it, Coach Eberflus, Lou Getze. Justin Fields needs to be a better passer. We understand that. The part that confused me was during the season, I think it was three separate times you were going up against teams that were either dead last or second to last in passing defense. And they still didn't allow Justin Fields to throw the ball 30 times in those games. And so my question to you, Marshall, is, if he's supposed to be a, a, a better passer and they want him to, why not give him the opportunity to throw? Like, who cares if you throw two or three interceptions? You're losing the game anyway. But so if you need to be a, a better passer, why didn't they give him the opportunity during the season to pass more? I think he did have the opportunity to pass more. He just tucked and ran. In those of, moments? In, in, in some of those moments. If your guy isn't open, why am I going to throw a blatant pass to a guy who's not open? Because that's the NFL. No, no. Yes. No, what? No, 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 no. If it's if you have if Justin you, wait, Jeff- if you don't think you can throw your guy open. Like Justin he didn't have Justin Jefferson. Okay. Like so Fair. Wait, who so wait. So you just said <laughs> give your guy a chance. That's what Justin Jefferson does. No, I, that's I, what I stopped, Randy I stopped, Moss does. I, stopped, I said ju- I said ju- and then I caught myself. I said No, no, you but said what Jefferson. About ju- no, you said Jefferson. <laughs> what you said Judd. I said right, damn, don't look, say look, that. Look. Okay. People are literally listening to us right now and yes. they're saying why is Gabe over here arguing with somebody who's completely sane and right in everything that he says? <laughs> Listen, you could pull that on, on, on some people you're dating, but you're not going to pull that on me. I'm not gaslighting you. You're not going to pull that on me. Okay. I'm in danger. <laughs> right, 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 right. Okay, so, okay, let, 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 let's, let's go back to the, to the Justin thing. As a quarterback, and and if you have a Darnell Mooney and a Chase Claypool, let's, let's say Chase Claypool, there was, there was games where he didn't have, his one target came in like the second half of the game. Like, why not just put it up there and give him a shot? You're either going to, it's either going to get batted down, there's, there's, right? Batted down, interception, and catch the ball, or a flag. You get your four, your four outcomes that could potentially be there. That didn't happen. When did you ever see Justin Fields just putting up the ball for somebody? No, I saw Claypool go up and, and, Unable to make the play. As he was I, out of bounds or something like that? Like an uncatchable ball that's there? Listen, I'm just saying, it's right. not like he never threw to, to Claypool. Now, some some games he had like one target. Okay, I, I'm right. with you on that. Right. I don't know what the game plan was. That's the thing. I'm, I'm not in there breaking down film with Luke Getzi in the gang. Sure. So, what I'm saying is, this season was about securing a top pick. They got all the way to the top. Thanks again, Uncle Lovey. Uh, Shout out, Lovey. Yeah, listen. I think right now... Rather than worry about Justin Fields, because there's nothing we could do about what happened, right? They just have to make sure they put him in the best position going forward by getting him offensive line help, 
but I think prioritizing receivers and making sure that his mechanics and, and his thought, his CPU is working at the level yeah. it needs to work as an NFL quarterback. Because that's different than a college quarterback where you've got superior talent on your side, whether it's offensive line. At Ohio, at Ohio State, you have the best of all worlds, sure. right? Totally understand. So that. this is just a different world, and he's got to get used to it. And he did the best he could with what he had. He is there room for improvement? Absolutely. Sure. Like I said, coming in the season, this season is only about one thing, and that's finding out if Justin Fields is your franchise quarterback. And as the season went on, I was like, okay, I'm getting closer and closer. Sure. I'm not on the Gabe Ramirez, and here's why I'm not on the Gabe Ramirez. I What's need to know the Gabe Ramirez is he's the guy. Like you're you're all tatted. You said you had his jersey tatted on your body, right? Facts. Okay. <laughs> I don't own any Justin Fields memorabilia. Okay, I'm and growing so, out. I'm growing out my hair just like I get twist. Like, <laughs> please don't do that. Please don't do that. So what I'm saying is, if you're watching Justin Fields yeah. as the season went on, and you're like, okay, they're finally scoring points. That was the first thing. Was like this offense True. when they lost to Washington, right in the primetime game. 12-7. I was like, this is this is unacceptable. Granted, they had to play at the end to win the game, but just the fact that they scored seven points was unacceptable. My whole thing with him towards the end of the season is, all right, can you win a game? with the game on the line with your arm, and he had plenty of opportunities to do that. And the same excuses were, well, his offensive line is not great, and the receivers are trash. Yeah. That's that's what I heard over and over again. And I was like, okay, maybe that's true. Maybe it is. I, I didn't say I necessarily agree with it. I've seen other quarterbacks do more with less. Correct? Yeah, 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 So, sure. So my thing is, this is part of his development. What I do need to see Justin Fields do at some point is use his arm to win a game. Because if you're talking about going to the playoffs, if you're talking about winning a Super Bowl, guess what? These are Show me a quarterback do. that doesn't win with his arm with the True. game on the line. Joe Flacco wants me to tell you about his contract <laughs> and how he got super paid off of just having one yeah. postseason run where he used his arm to win the game. What have you done for me lately? He's Marshall Harris from CBS2. I'm Gabe Ramirez filling in for Bernstein and Holmes here on 670 The Score. You're absolutely right. You know, and my thing is, you know, if you want him to be a better passer, my one argument was that if you want him to be a better passer, you got to get him those reps because what's going to happen? You're going to get an offensive line. You are going to get another weapon. And then there's going to be another curve for Justin Fields that we are going to allow for. Oh, well, he just got into that system. Well, he just got these weapons. This is just what's going to happen. But you needed him to have the – if you want somebody to be a better painter – you don't give him clay and say, here, start sculpting because I want to work on your mind. No, you let that man paint. <laughs> you let him paint so he can be a better painter. That's all, that's all I'm asking for. Let's take one more. I got time for one more call. Let's take one more call. Let's go to Bill out in South Carolina. Um, so, so what do you think about Fields and this coaching staff? Hey, gentlemen. Well, I, I appreciate calling, taking my call. I'm out here in South Carolina where I am starving for some Bears talk, so I, I appreciate this. Um, I don't get to see the Bears as much as I would like. Uh, I have to rely on uh, your geniusness to help me out here. So my, my thought is that there's about six guys that I, that I would not trade fields for. So you put him in that 7-8 range, and, and I think that's a good start. My concern is, do we have a coaching staff is that's going to help him get to that next level? Okay, that's, an, that's a good question. I, I got to be honest. I mean, if you're looking at Coach Ibrafus from the very beginning and what he's done to this organization in terms of seriousness, I feel like there's a level of seriousness for this team. So I do love that. He's gotten guys to buy in. Love that about Ibrafus as well. Getzi, remember his first year calling plays, you got to love the growth that took place in real time for him as well. Alan, uh, Alan Williams, I mean, obviously the jury's still out there because you got to get him uh, with a, a, a solid defense. So I do. I, I, feel, I feel confident in Ibrafus. And Getsy to be able to get the best out of Justin Fields. What about you, Marshall? 
I think it's early. I think it's too early after, after, after one year, I'm like, I don't know what you can do when you have a good roster. Uh, your GM's got all the cap space in the world. Figure it out. You got the number one pick. Figure it out. So I'm, I'm look, I'm not going to jump down anybody's throat because I, I, it has been one year. Okay. And and no one's mad about them getting the number one overall pick. It's like, is our Bears? Nobody's mad. Exactly. So, Nobody's mad. So with getting the number one pick means you had the worst record. So you accepted that, that that's what needed to happen for you to get the number one overall pick. Now next year, or really – I mean, speculatively, going into free agency slash the draft, you'll know going into August what it is. And at that point, we could say, all right, here are our new expectations for the team. Because going into the season, what were the expectations you had for the Bears? Don't get embarrassed, and Justin Fields to get a little bit better. And by and large, they did not get embarrassed. Right. They were competitive. Exactly Justin said, Fields yeah. showed growth. They get better, yeah. I just, the area of growth I needed is just the, the last, it's the last thing. Yeah, I, I, and 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 I I don't want people to think I'm I'm bashing Justin Fields. No, 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 no. I, I You're like being Justin a realist. Fields. I like Justin Fields. I'm just saying you, to win in the NFL, yeah. you got to do it with your arm. I think it's okay to say things like that. It's okay to critique in oh, real time, but not come to an ultimate conclusion. But I I will say this before we had to break, Marshall, is that there is a small percentage of me, like oh three and a half percent, that's like, are we going to regret, you know, not moving on from Justin Fields and taking to Bryce Young? But very clear before you start texting and calling it. 96.5 of me is like, yeah, Justin Fields is the man. This is the right thing. There's just, I think it's okay to have like a small smidget. The FICA in you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got <laughs> exactly. you. Just, I, see, I see what you're doing. Little Mitch Trubisky in the back. I'm still hurt from previous relationships. So <laughs> it's there, the 3%. All right, we'll continue this conversation on the other half, or on the other side. Specifically, we know where the Texans stand in the draft, uh, sitting at number two. We know where the Colts are at, at number four. What other team? outside of those two, could potentially be a trade partner for the Chicago Bears. We'll discuss on the other side. It's Gabe Ramirez, Marshall Harris, here on Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.